After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Open your eyes. 
streak the horizon You take one step in the sunshine Then smile Birds chirping above The beauty of nature around you Marvelous oneness around you It's all very clear Join us. 
Ja soir, ja soir israniko, de la moves, de la moves, lo inesononi. Ja soir, ja soir, ja soir israniko, de la moves, de la moves, lo inesononi. Ja soir. Ya soy, ya soy distrámico, del amor ves, del amor ves, no inesononí. Ya soy, ya soy, ya soy distrámico, del amor ves, del amor ves, no inesononí. Hoy dejó.
In the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Oh, did I just get a piece of good news? Oh, did I just get a piece of great news? Just like 30 seconds ago, I was texted that uh, Tikva and Ilan Adler, my wonderful niece and nephew in Israel, just had a brand new baby boy. Actually, it happened uh, about 3 o'clock in the morning Israel time. So that was, oh, they could have, yeah, 3 o'clock in the morning Israel time. 
they could they could have texted us then we would have seen it um uh, but anyway, big news uh, to wake up to and to uh, start a brand new day and a brand new week. Mazal Tov. It'll be a Pesach Bris. That's right. A Cholomoid Pesach Bris. Uh, Tikva and Ilan Adler in Petach Tikva. Mazal Tov. Brand new baby boy. That is a wonderful, wonderful piece of news. Uh, what a way to start a Monday morning. JM and the AM. Uh, hope you've enjoyed our musical selection so far. Uh, let's see, we did the uh, Solomon Brothers with Om Dot Hayu. Uh, you heard Omek Hadavar with Makar Chayim, David Gabe's Odcha, Hodu done by Yehuda Katz, Baruch Levine and Atay Achad, Mayor Sherman, that's our Monday morning theme song, Masecha Hashem, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Monday on this April the 18th, tax day, today is the deadline for taxes. For the 2015 taxes in the United States of America. Tenth day in the month of Nisan, the year 5776. Tuf Vov as we get closer and closer to the um, holiday of Pesach. Tomorrow's our Pesach products program. That happens tomorrow with your questions via all the different avenues. <clears throat> whether you use email or the app or um, or you call on our telephone line, whatever method you use. You'll be able to ask your questions of our panel tomorrow here at JM in the AM. We're looking forward to that. It's always a very informative and important show. 51 degrees outside with 66% humidity. Winds in north at 2 miles an hour. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 80. You heard right. 80 degrees supposed to be today, which is wonderful news as far as I'm concerned. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low temperature of 56. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and turn. Tomorrow, yeah, cloudy in the morning, then turning into sunshine with a high temperature of 70 degrees. Rishalayim is at 80. We're at 51 here, going up to 80 uh, in Jersey City on a uh, JM in the AM Monday morning broadcast. And as we said, tomorrow, the Pesach Products Program. Uh, then the Wednesday and Thursday, we'll get into our Cholamoid uh, events mode as we uh, really accelerate the discussion regarding all the different events that are going on Cholamoid Pesach in the area. And then Friday night, Friday night we sit down to the Seder and get ready for another amazing Jewish holiday experience, one that I hope will be uh, wonderful and peaceful for everybody out there. And this is a holiday where we keep in mind those who are in need. So as we uh, get uh, as we get closer and closer to the Seder, let us remember those who uh, may not be as privileged as we are and help out to whatever degree we can. That would be a wonderful way to um, to spend time this week, that's for sure. 24 minutes before 7 o'clock, Monday, heading back to school, back to work on a JM in the AM Monday morning. And uh, we continue with this from Rogers Park at JM in the AM.
Sashira has a 
David Dax with the Hearts medley off of Shira's Hayam. Shalshelis from Volume 4 with Ashira. You heard Uz Yashir, Aryeh Kunstler. Good tune for this time of year. Nigo Nachachma done by Simcha Liner, Rogers Park with the Holy One. Monday morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Galit Sal in the background with our news from Israel coming up. Tomorrow it's our Pesach products program here at JMNAM. By the way, I just heard from my niece Tikva, mother and son doing well. Mazel tov to uh, Tikva and Ilan Adler and Petach Tikva, brand new baby boy just a few hours ago. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And of course to the grandma and grandpa, <laughs> Panina and Mark Rabin in uh, Petach Tikva. Galetzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, כאן שיר מאיר עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הזרוע הצבאית של חמאס מגיבה לחשיפת המנהרה בעוטף עזה ואומרת, המנהרה הזו היא רק טיפה בים. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. בכרוז שפורסם לפני שעה קלה בעזה אומרת הזרוע הצבאית על ישראל. הודעת הכיבוש היא ניסיון לחסות על מצב הבהלה ועל הכישלון המתגבר של הדרג המדיני והצבאי. הם אינם מעזים לפרסם את כל הפרטים והעובדות. לטענת הזרוע הצבאית של חמאס, תושבי עוטף עזה חיים בחרדה, וצה"ל והממשלה סופגים ביקורת ציבורית קשה. בהודעה נאמר עוד, המנהרה היא מעט ממה שהכינה ההתנגדות כדי להגן על עמה, לשחרר את קודשיה, את אדמתה ואת אסיריה. שרון, המתגוררת סמוך לאזור בו נחשפה המנהרה, סיפרה בגל"צ על התחושות ביישובים בסביבה. אנחנו למעלה משבוע, עשרה ימים, ניזונים פה משמועות מכל מה שקורה פה, ואף אחד לא מטפל בנו, כולם מטפלים ב... באיך זה נראה בחוץ ופחות במה קורה פה בפנים, בנו, בתושבים, אנחנו נאלצים לטפל בעצמנו, בילדים שלנו, בחרדות שלנו, בפחדים שלנו. כתב אישום בגין הריגה הוגש נגד החייל היורה מחברון, מבית הדין הצבאי ביפו מדווח יונתן בניה. על פי הצהרת התביעה הצבאית, הסעיף בו יואשם החייל הוא הריגה. לדבריהם, החייל ביצע את הירי מתוך רצון לנקמה ולא מחשש לחייו או מצורך מבצעי. מנגד, סנגוריו של החייל טוענים, החייל ביצע את הירי לאחר שחש בסכנה לשלום חייו ולשלום חבריו. מוקדם יותר ביטלו הזמרים אייל גולן ודוד דאור את השתתפותם בעצרת התמיכה בחייל שתוכננה למחר בכיכר רבין בתל אביב. מארגן האירוע שרון גל הודיע בשיחה עם עידן קבלר, העצרת תתקיים כמתוכנן. אני לא דובר של האומנים שביטלו, אני מבין שהם היו תחת לחץ תקשורתי נורא גדול ואני מכבד גם את החלטתם לא לבוא. זו תבוסה נורא גדולה אם לא נעשה עצרת וניתן את הכוח למי שמנסה לסתום כאן פיות. הניסיון הזה לטרפד את העצרת הוא לא יצלח, להפך, זה נותן לי יותר מוטיבציה. נציבת הביקורת על הפרקליטות, הילה גרסטל, הודיעה לפני זמן קצר על התפטרות מתפקידה. בהודעה מטעמה נכתב כי על רקע המאבק הממושך של הפרקליטים בנציבות, וההחלטה לקדם את הצעת החוק שעוסקת בה, כך שבעוד שנה יצומצמו סמכויותיה, החליטה שלא להמשיך לנהל את הנציבות ולפרוש מיד. מסר כתבנו רום ליאור. 
שר בינוי של שוודיה הודיע כי התפטר לאחר שנחשפה התבטאות שלו נגד ישראל. כתב חדשות החוץ נתנאל דרשן. השר, ידיד טורקיה, השווה בשנת 2009 בין יחסה של ישראל לפלסטינים לבין יחסם של הנאצים כלפי היהודים. ההתבטאות נחשפה בשבוע שעבר, ובעקבותיה הודיע היום ראש ממשלת שוודיה כי שר בינוי ממפלגת הירוקים השמאלנית יודיע על התפטרותו. הסדר טיעון בפרשת הסחיטה בלאומי קארד, הנאשם המרכזי אלירן רוזנס, צפוי לרצות עונש של 11 שנות מאסר בפועל. כתבנו איתמר קציר. רוזנס תודה והורשע בעבירות סחיטה באומים, הונאה בכרטיסי חיוב ושורה של עבירות מרמה והפרת פרטיות. הוא גנב את מאגר הלקוחות של לאומי קארד, נסע לתאילנד, ואיים על מנהלי הבנק במייל כי יחשוף את המאגר בו נמצאים מיליון וחצי לקוחות. הפרקליטות ועורך דינו של רוזנס, בועז קניג, מבקשים עונש של 11 שנות מאסר. התחזית למחר, התחממות. אלה החדשות שעורכת אדר קרפיול.
Thank <laughs> you. 
Mamin Benissim, that is uh, brand new from Yaakov Shweki here at JMN. Before that, Shlomo Katz with Adir Adirenu. It's brand new from Yismach Melech. Ohad had Sameach and Benny Friedman with Hine to open up that set and the 7 o'clock hour here at JMN. 21 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning. It's Monday as we head back to school and back to work. Tomorrow, our full panel in what we call the OU Pesach Products Program. They'll be here in studio. We'll get an opportunity to... Uh, Speak about Pesach products and get your questions on the air, whether it be by email or by our app, or um, what other method do we have? <laughs> email, app, uh, telephone, yeah, good old, uh, old-fashioned old telephone. You can call up and ask a question if you want. I'm sitting here with the uh, OU Guide to Pesach 2016, chock full of uh, 
so much information. So we'll get an opportunity to discuss a lot of it tomorrow. Don't forget the OU is um, is um, offering to remind you each day to count the Omer. The OU is reminding you each day to count the Omer. Go to OU.org slash Sephira, S-E-F-I-R-A-H, S-E-F-I-R-A-H, OU.org slash Sephira, and you can count on the OU to uh, successfully complete the mitzvah. Sign up today. And the emails are, of course, automated and are prepared before Shabbat when it's that type of situation. So, um, again, it's uh, ou.org slash Sphera, and you can get a, uh, a reminder each and every day. Thursday, actually Wednesday and Thursday this week, we'll take a close look at the Cholomoid events that are going on. All the different things that are happening, and there are a lot of things going on, that's for sure. Uh, we'll do that Wednesday and Thursday at length here at JM in the AM. You'll be able to uh, get all the information regarding the regarding the plans for Cholamoid on so many different fronts. Don't forget that uh, NCSY is going to be down on Monday and Tuesday Cholamoid at Six Flags, which is an annual tradition. I think most people know that already at this point. And uh, you get an opportunity to go down and not just enjoy uh not just enjoy the um the park and the safari, but you get to enjoy on Tuesday Baruch Levine and Simcha Liner as well. Alright, so check that out. That's gonna be uh, a three PM concert on Tuesday Cholamoid. And um Always a big event when NCSY goes down to Six Flags. Information, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com, or just search it online. All the information will pop up for you, and you'll be able to uh, get those tickets and to enjoy a great day or two days down in uh, Six Flags. Also, keep in mind, we've encouraged everybody to give to the NCSY fund, which um, essentially provides tickets for underprivileged families who are not able to go and enjoy a Holomoid experience like this. We know how how that could be for families who are not able to do so. Um, so what we ask is that uh, you contact them through the website. You can do so, the New Jersey NCSY website. You can do so. You can contact their office, and you can uh, make a donation. You can donate as many tickets as you wish to help those who are underprivileged in this type of situation. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
In the AM, Basim Kharaba done by Miami. Miami Phenomenon 2 is coming to Brooklyn College with Miami Boys Choir, the Miami Five, Simcha Liner, Mordechai Shapiro, a lot of special guests, plus Yochi Briskman's Orchestra all happening at the Brooklyn College Tuesday and Wednesday, Cholomoy. That's Tuesday night and Wednesday night, Cholomoy. Go to jewishtickets.com, jewishtickets.com. Yochmiel Begun will be here on Wednesday. We'll talk about the uh, big event, which will include the 100-voice Choir of Unity. That's the centerpiece of this brand new show, a 100-voice choir of unity, the best voices chosen out of thousands from countless yeshivot in New York, New Jersey. They come together for a show of Achdus and an unprecedented world premiere contemporary performance. A 100-voice choir of unity, the centerpiece of the big event coming up at Brooklyn College Tuesday night and Wednesday night, Chol Hamoid. And uh, information, you can uh, go to jewishtickets.com where I notice there's a lot of events up now. <laughs> I'll tell you. A lot of people wait till the last minute to put up their information. A lot of events up there right now, uh, which you'll see at jewishtickets.com uh, with all the offerings that are happening on Cholamoid. Want to say hello to Yitzchak in San Antonio, Texas, who checked in on the app. Thank you very much. San Antonio is tuned into the show, and it's much appreciated, that's for sure. Um, tomorrow, it's our Pesach Products program. We have an opportunity to ask our panel from the OU, from J Drugs, and from Kedem Wines, uh, anything you wish regarding Pesach 5776. That's happening uh, tomorrow. We'll start at about around now, around 7.30-ish. Uh, we'll start tomorrow morning. Take your questions by phone, by email, uh, by app, whatever method you find easiest. And uh, we look forward to answering those questions, or at least our panel looks forward to answering those questions tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Pesach fast approaches. Seder night is this coming Friday night. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanish Masar of Zevinabiosavalevi and Esther Basarbiosavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Concerning the Haggadah, we say Maschel Bignus Umesayim Bishvach. It's in the Talmud and Psachim. We commence with shame and conclude with praise. We have to understand 
Why do we begin the Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim, the telling of the Exodus, with disgrace? Why don't we just tell the story of Yitzias Mitzrayim? The Arachayim says that since it says, it is a Loshon Haggadah, or words that are harsh, because of that, we begin with the shame. The Malbim explains that if we don't speak about the Gnus, the shame first, it detracts from the good feeling afterwards. The contrast deepens our appreciation of the result. Just telling the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim wouldn't suffice. The Shagasari explains, A king once went out to hunt. He saw a shepherd sitting nearby, tending to his flock. He was playing beautiful music on his flute. The king approached the shepherd and engaged him in conversation. He found that he was a Baal Seichel. He was intelligent. He was sharp and wise. He was so impressed that he invited him to come to the palace with him. And soon the shepherd became a close confidant of the king. The king relied on him for every decision. The other advisors became very jealous. Once, when they noticed him near the royal treasury, the advisors brought accusations to the king that the shepherd was stealing from the treasury. The advisors were very influential. They convinced the king to go to the house of the shepherd to see if they could find some stolen goods. The king agreed. When they approached the house, they saw that it was very simple. They went from room to room until they came to a room with a number of locks. When the king asked about the room, the shepherd begged him with tears that he shouldn't open the door because he was too embarrassed to have him see what was in there. The more the shepherd begged, the stronger the suspicion of the king grew. He ordered the room to be opened, and all they found was an empty room with nothing but an old cloak and a flute. The king and his advisors were perplexed. My master, my king, explained the shepherd, from the day that I arrived at the palace, I was afraid I would become arrogant because of my exalted position and forget my origins. Every day I return to this room, I pick up the flute, and I play some notes. I put on the cloak to remind me where I used to be. So too, when we recall our forefathers served idols. It keeps us in our proper perspective. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Shut up.
J.M. in the A.M. The Moshav Band. Kishoshana here at J.M. in the A.M. Monday morning broadcast, 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning, all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, JewishTickets.com has information about a whole bunch of events that are going on. You can check it out online. And... Um, one of the things we wanted to remind you about was that Monday and Tuesday, Cholamoid in Brooklyn, New York, the Cholamoid Spectacular starring Bello and Barry Weber and the NYBC from Yitzi Bald and the Torah Kids and Uncle Maishi. It's all going to be together at the Millennium Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, with a full stage set and LED screen proje- projection. Cholamoid Monday and Tuesday in a three-hour show beginning at 1.30 p.m. Information at 718-419-6080. That's 718 419 6080. And again, you can also go to jewishtickets.com, get information, and um, arrange for your tickets. Um, Chesed 24 7 is doing what needs to be done this week to make sure that their hospitality rooms in 18 kosher hospitals, right? I should say their kosher hospitality rooms in 18 hospitals are, um, are ready for Pesach. And. Um, they point out, Chesed 24-7, that dozens of devoted volunteers are descending on 18 hospitals to clean kosher and turn over Chesed 24-7's kosher hospitality rooms. Each room is, is restocked with kosher Pesach items and equipment. Every Shabbos warmer, hot, every Shabbos warmer, hot water urn and microwave is replaced with a Pesach one. Every fridge, cabinet, and counter is cleaned and lined. The rooms are completely restocked with kosher Pesach items and paper goods from nuts, fruits, yogurts, potato chips, and other kosher Pesach snacks. These rooms are stocked to allow hospitalized patients and families to obtain something to eat on Pesach while maintaining the highest standards of kashras. Each room is stocked with matzah and the supplies necessary for a seder and yuntiv, including haggadahs, ka'aras, grape juice, bechers, talesim, and machzorim. When a crisis occurs during Pesach, at least the patient and their families can find kosher Pesach food and everything else they may need to conduct the seder and have simchas yuntiv. It is an amazing service. Chesed 24-7 is doing this at the following hospitals. The following hospitals, Columbia University Medical Center, uh, Milstein Hospital Pavilion, Columbia's Babies and Children's Hospital, Mount Sinai Hospital, Memorial Sloan Kettering, Cornell, Lenox Hill, Hospital for Special Surgery, Montefiore Einstein Weiler Division, Calvary Hospital, Hackensack University Medical Center Women's, Hackensack University Medical Center Main Building, Englewood Hospital Medical Center, Valley Hospital for Mother and Babies, Valley Hospital Main Building, Trinitas Hospital in Elizabeth, Good Samaritan Hospital in Suffern, Ellington Hospital Upstate, and the Catskill Regional Medical Center in Harris. It's all being done by Chesed 24-7. Information, chesed247.org. That's chesed247.org. You can call their office at 845-354-3233, 845-354-3233. We say call a vote to them for what they are doing for everybody who's in need of this type of service for this upcoming holiday. Speaking of Pesach, tomorrow's our Pesach products program. We will welcome Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, rabbinic coordinator for the last 30 years from the OU, or by Ellie Gersten, OU Halachic Recorder. He'll be here as well. Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum of J Drugs, 1205 Avenue J in Brooklyn, and Kings Bay Chemist, 3610 Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn, and J Drugs 2, 3402 Avenue N in Brooklyn. They'll be here. And, of course, the number one, Kosher Wine Sommelier on this planet, the one and only Jay Booksbaum. He's going to be joining us from Kedem Royal Wines in order to um, be with us and uh, answer your questions as well 
here at JM and the AM. So we have a full panel tomorrow. Get your questions ready. We'll open up the phone lines. Uh, you could certainly uh, send um, questions via the app on the home screen of the app. You could certainly um, you could certainly email questions any of our open email addresses. We are ready for you tomorrow morning, right around this time, about seven thirty, seven thirty-five. We'll get started. Make sure to be tuned into our Pesach products program right here at JM in the AM.
done by uh, our friends at Deershoe. Monday morning broadcast with 51 degrees, mostly sunny, and a high of 80. Can you imagine? Wow. Tomorrow is primary day in New York. That's right. The New York primary, which has been relatively irrelevant over the last many, many elections. Tomorrow seems to be uh, much more relevant. So uh, keep in mind, if you are a New Yorker living and uh, registered in New York State, uh, make some time to vote tomorrow. Yeah, A few days before Yuntif, but hey, hopefully it'll only take a couple of minutes. I doubt the turnout's going to be that high. Um, so keep that in mind. If you are a New Yorker, tomorrow is primary day in New York State. And uh, as we know, this election process has been a very interesting one. This campaign has been a very interesting one. You could have your influence if you're a New Yorker tomorrow. Keep that in mind. Eight minutes before eight o'clock, it's Monday, and this is JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. closing out the hour with The Thankful, done by Shalshelis Jr. off of the CD by the same name. Before that, Schlockrock with Afi Komen. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how that song got uh, cut off a drop. I apologize. Um, but uh, I think you got the idea, that's for sure. Uh, Afi Komen done by Schlockrock. Mordechai Shapiro, brand new with Chizku off of Kol Haderech. And uh, that wraps up the uh, 7 o'clock hour. Monday morning broadcast, 8 o'clock. Don't forget that... Um, we have a lot of great Cholamoid events going on in this area. We get to explore them in detail coming up later on this week here at JM in the AM. I hope that um, you'll be tuned in as you do your Pesach cleaning and get ready for the big holiday. No matter where you are around the world, so you'll hear all the details. Uh, tomorrow's our Pesach products program with our full panel, including Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Ellie Gersten, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum of J Drugs. Jay Booksbaum, number one kosher wine sommelier from Kedem Wines. They're all going to be here uh, tomorrow morning, full panel discussion here at JM in the AM. You get an opportunity to ask questions by phone, by email, by um, by app, on the home screen of our app. And uh, that's all happening tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Don't forget that uh, Six Flags. Is going to be uh, open on Monday and Tuesday, Cholamoy. Tuesday features the Simcha Liner Baruch Levine concert. That's all courtesy of New Jersey NCSY. If you'd like to be in touch with them, it's ncsygreatadventure.com. ncsygreatadventure.com. Make sure to get your tickets and get set to enjoy. More coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jamtheam.org.
JM in the AM. Yerachmiel begun Miami Boys Choir. He'll be with us uh, Wednesday here at JM in the AM as they get ready for the big Cholamoid shows. Tuesday and Wednesday night at Brooklyn College, including that 100-voice Choir of Unity. Pretty amazing. 100 voices is chosen by Yerachmiel begun from yeshivas around the New York, New Jersey area. And uh, you get to hear them as the centerpiece of a massive concert presentation. Uh, live in concert both Tuesday night and Wednesday night at Cholamoid at Brooklyn College with the Yochi Brisman Orchestra, with Mordechai Shapiro, with Simcha Liner, with the Miami Five, with the Miami Boys Choir, of course. The 100-voice Choir of Unity is the uh, featured centerpiece to this year's shows at Brooklyn College. We'll speak more about this Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Nine minutes after 8 o'clock on this Monday broadcast, mostly sunny and a high temperature of 80, believe it or not. Tomorrow, our Pesach Products program, we have an opportunity tomorrow with our full panel to uh, open up the phone lines, open up the email, open up our app, and encourage you to um, to ask questions. Uh, whatever you need to know regarding this coming Friday night or earlier or later or any time during the holiday of Pesach. I know it's not just Friday night. It's eight full days. Uh, anything you need to know, you'll be able to ask tomorrow from our full panel. So make sure to get those questions ready. We'll open up the phone lines tomorrow morning at about 730 Right here at JM in the AM. I want to thank those who are checking in our in on our app uh, all through the morning. It is much appreciated. Uh, that's for sure. And a reminder that uh, NCSY is going to be opening up Six Flags down in uh, Jackson, New Jersey, on Monday and Tuesday, Cholamoid, including a 3 p.m. concert on Tuesday with Simcha Liner and with Baruch Levine. And that is all happening courtesy of New Jersey NCSY. There's a fund that has opened, or I should say that has been opened for years, that provides tickets for underprivileged children, those families that cannot possibly afford to uh, be at uh, Six Flags or anywhere else on a Cholomoy day. If you'd like to uh, add to that very successful campaign, contact New Jersey NCSY. You can go to com, com, and contact them through the website or just call their number, which is there on the website, and uh, donate some tickets. It is for a really good cause. And if you have an opportunity to spend Pesach, in a uh, luxurious or in a fun manner, you have an opportunity this uh, in this way to help others do the same. 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. Coming up, we're going to be talking about what's happening in Congregation Avos and a Jacob and David. Robert ben Ramon is going to be joining us and other special guests as well who are going to be in our studio as we talk about what's happening May the 8th. Congregation Avos and a Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, getting ready for a significant, a very significant anniversary celebration on May the 8th. Details coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM at Simcha Liner here on a Jam in the AM Monday morning. Tomorrow it's our Pesach Products program. Make sure you're tuned in. Make sure you get your questions ready as we'll open up all the uh, phone lines, email, and app for questions for our panel tomorrow here at Jam in the AM. Before Simcha Liner, you heard Yehuda Green with Odi Shama. Eighth Day with Freedom. That's a perfect song for this time of year, isn't it? 25 minutes after 8 o'clock Monday at Jam in the AM. Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David as well represented here this morning at JM in the AM. We uh, discovered, we were informed, uh, it became well known just a short time ago that the uh, big jubilee, the big 50th anniversary celebration for Congregation of Asachamene, Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, is going to be happening on Sunday evening, May the 8th. And uh, we want to make sure that everybody out there who has been either part of or has been touched by the incredible uh, synagogue that it is, Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David, are aware of the fact that on May the 8th, this would be the Sunday after what I guess we'd call Pesach weekend, uh, everyone is together for the big celebration. Among our guests this morning, Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, who's of course the Mora de Asra, the uh, rabbi of Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David. Rabbi, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you for having us. You are uh, accompanied by a distinguished panel. Indeed. Rabbitson Marcus is here. Uh, which is a wonderful treat for us, Mrs. Marcus. Thank you. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. And Mazel Tov on the 50th anniversary. Thank you. Robert Thank you. Ben Ramon is here, who uh, is among the people that made us aware of this big event and is very proud of the fact that the synagogue is going to be celebrating on May the 8th. Robert, welcome back. Thank you for having us again, Nahum. We do appreciate it. A pleasure, and happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you. I'm 39 again. Well, there you go. That's a good. That's good. <laughs> and you probably feel that way knowing you. And the Larry Levitt is here. Larry, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum, and thank you for having us. It is a pleasure to speak with you and to have you here. How long have you been in West Orange, New Jersey? Since May of 1968. Oh, my wife boy. and I moved in after we left uh, Newark. Wow. I used to live across the street from you. So you moved out in May of 68? Yes. Wow. I'm putting the timetable together in my head. <laughs> 38 years. Yeah, that's for sure. And across the street, meaning on Parkview across Parkview the street? Parkview Terrace. What number were you on Parkview Terrace? We were the corner house, 56 Parkview Terrace. Wow. <sighs> Unbelievable. We were 61. 61 or 63? I don't remember I your number, 61. but you were next door to the Waldorf family. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, memories, to say the least. Uh, what, what, the, the shul was in existence, of course. Yes, when you Avazachim was in existence, and one of the reasons Libby and I chose West Orange is that we had a kesher to the Avazachim that used to be on Avon Avenue in Newark. Right. My uh, great-uncle, Leib Shulman, used to be the shamus there. So there was a family cashier, so we chose West Orange. And um, uh, uh, was Rabbi Marcus already the rabbi there? Rabbi Marcus was hired but hadn't yet moved in. He, they came, we came in May, and they came just before Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi in Maryland. You remember these days, Mrs. Marcus? Absolutely. What was that like the first couple of years? They were wonderful. A lot of growth, huh? A lot of growth, a lot of um, everything going on in the community. We wanted to build a community, and we used to go looking for people to come. If we'd see someone uh, at the gas station on Sunday that was wearing a kippah, <laughs> I'd say, you want to move to West Orange? Come meet the rabbi. Come. Did that work? Did that method work? Do you know? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> people would come. We'd call Larry. <laughs> right. And Larry came for lunch, and we'd have them for lunch, and we'd talk to them, and 
a lot of people came. It was a wonderful, wonderful time. So it's an effective strategy. And uh, and were the majority of the people from Newark, a handful? What would you a say? Lot, a lot of the people were from Newark. And originally, a lot of the people were from Newark. And then they started to come from all the other places, from New York, from Brooklyn, from Teaneck, from Muncie. People came. And at that time, it was only known as Avisachim? Was, it was Avman. There was no combination of shuls yet, was no, there? No, no, no. It, no was. it already was combined? It was. Yeah, it was. That's a long point. time already. The merger took place before we got there. Right. We came, we came as Larry said, in uh, August of 68. We moved into the community in December. Larry had been there six months before. and But the merger had already taken place. How many families were there when you moved in? Very few, very, very few religious families, very few Orthodox families. That means 10 or 50? Maybe. Between 10 and 50 <laughs> in terms of Orthodox. <laughs> but just to back up on that a little, the uh, Avasachim and B'nai David merged in 1966, yeah. two years earlier. B'nai David actually had started in West Orange. And um, so at that early period, 68, 69, 70, on Shabbos morning, we probably had about 25, 30 people in the shul building. And then it grew, as Marilyn Marcus is explaining. Um, people would come to see the community. Every time somebody came, they, of course, met with the rabbi. Next thing we know, Libby and I would get a phone call from Marilyn. Uh, we're having somebody new for tea. Why don't you just stop over? This was during the week evenings. Uh, other times, people were just, for example, driving by, and in those days, I did my own lawn, and I'm walking on the front lawn with a yarmulke, couple pulls over, they're looking, this was the Dubroff family, and they moved in. Some of the families that we met initially at uh, the Rabbi Marilyn's house, Libby and I visited. We visited a family by the name of Feintuck, who were down in Brooklyn, family by the name of Schlanger, who were living up in Riverdale, and more and more people came moving in. And so they came from all over. Unbelievable. Talking about the 50th anniversary of Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David, the shul dinner is on May the 8th. We'll give you the information about the website, etc. Uh, coming up. There are many distinguished honorees, which we will discuss. How many families, I guess everybody's Wickler, you could take this one, how many families are there today? What is the shul like compared to the 25 people that were gathered 50 years ago? Now, right now, we yeah. have about a membership of 450 families. Families. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and that's the, the really the it's it's the house that Marcus built. <laughs> it's the house that really that Rabbi Mrs. Marcus put all their all their kochos, all their efforts for many many years. Um, and, you could you could uh, say that there, Robert. It's and, fine. <laughs> and, uh, and really, you know, all the years that they put their 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 heart and soul and their sweat and tears into the community, and they built what we have today. I wonder why you shake your head, Mrs. Marcus, when Rabbi Zwickler says that. Why wouldn't you take the credit for the incredible growth of the community for all these years? <coughs> My husband takes the credit ah. primarily. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I we think be, be behind every successful rabbi, there is a, you know, a very strong-minded Rebetzin. There you go. And so she also uh, I, gets credit. I think personally, uh, we all want... Me personally, I owe one of the biggest akaratatov to Rabbi Marcus for many reasons. As you all know, I'm Sephardic, and when uh, we moved out from Brooklyn, myself and my wife, we were looking to have a combination of a Sephardic shul, because I'm Sephardic, and Sheila is Ashkenazi, so we were looking for both. 
and we found the most beautiful, uh, you know, shawl. And Rabbi Marcus was uh, had such a vision. Uh, literally, we were until uh, 1991. Uh, all this father were very li- few people, thanks to uh, Al Jacob, may rest in peace, uh, which is uh, the Jacob family. Uh, they, him and Rabbi Marcus together had such an amazing vision to have an Ashkenazi Orthodox show and to have a Sephardic minion right. with it. So really, uh, I want to thank Rabbi Marcus uh, for all those uh, support and thanks to him and Al. We have a gorgeous, uh, uh, you know, Sephardic minion. Today we have Rabbi Shabbat, which is uh, our uh, Sephardic rabbi and is as well as an assistant rabbi. And in general, uh, I moved in 1984 from Brooklyn. And I must tell you, it's such a unique, unique neighborhood. You don't need health insurance. You don't need lawyers. Because (laughs) we have so many lawyers. And Chazve Khalil and Shabbos, somebody gets hurt or anything. Plenty of doctors. You literally don't need much. Uh, we have, uh, you know, many programs. Uh, our sisterhood is phenomenal. Uh, the sisterhood always have major event. Uh, we have fundraisers. We have uh, trips. Uh, and not to say, you know, our, our neighborhood connected to uh, Kushner uh, Hebrew Academy, which is was really uh, the most convenient, uh, you know, way to get to yeshiva if you wanted, uh, you know, your kids to have a Jewish education. And really, what can I tell you? I live uh, since 1984, and I feel like this is my home. At time, you know, you go to other uh, shuls, and you say, wow, but our shul is so unique. It's like a huge, big family. Well, we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed the... Uh the homey atmosphere at Avasachim and A. Jacob and David, going way back, not just in this era, but going way back. Uh, with our entire, entire panel for the 50th anniversary of Avasachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, Larry Levitt, Rabbi Zwickler, Mrs. Marcus, and Robert Ben Ramon. Uh, Rabbi Zwickler, why don't you help me uh, pay tribute to the guests of honor, those who will be recognized on Sunday evening, May the 8th. The Legacy Award, fittingly enough, to Rabbi Alvin and Mrs. Marilyn Marcus. How could we possibly have a jubilee dinner, a 50th anniversary dinner of our shul without paying tribute to really the foundation of our community? And that's Rabbi and uh, Rabbi and Marilyn. And uh, they continue to lead us uh, in, as Robert mentioned, the vision into the future. And this dinner is really about celebrating the past, but it's really about building to the future as well. And it's unique to be able to not just simply look at the past as the past, but be able to take the past and blend it into the present and look forward to the future. And and every family that lives in our community that's moved into our community, after the legacy of uh, people like Mickey Weiss standing on the corner trying to grab uh, anyone he can see and ask them if they were Jewish to get a minion, you know, to to Rabbi Marcus's leadership and and uh, the Kukin family and all they did in, in building the shul and there are others as well. All um, the pillars, all of the pillars, and who built our shul and the, the Katz family and uh, I don't want to leave anyone out. Um, but to be able to pay tribute uh, and it really all begins with the Rabbi Marilyn and that's why they were chosen for the award that they, that they're receiving. 
And uh, we also celebrate uh, Jay and Doris Hartman. Right. Uh, we're also being honored for all of their contributions to the community. Um, contributions uh, to sisterhood and and uh, Jay was a youth director in our shul for many years and really gave our young people a sense of of West Orange pride uh, and then we celebrate um, the future as well and the future with um, Jerry and Alicia Blugren. Um Jerry and Alicia have taken our community by storm really create a sense of energy um, a sense of contribution, a sense of giving, a sense of being there, and uh, are really an example of what our bright future is. But uh, of all, uh, with all of the um, uh, um, honorees at the dinner, we also pay tribute to all the past presidents and uh, chairman of the board, uh, because that's the hardest job. <laughs> it's not the easy one. To be, to how, be. How many past presidents do we think there are? Do we do we have the list? Robert, you have that number. Do we know the number of past? For Larry, you have any clue uh, how many people have served as president of the synagogue? Uh, in the last fifty years, my best guess is that there are about twenty-seven or twenty-eight wow. different people. Wow. Most of our presidents actually serve multiple terms. Right. Uh, Morris M. Raven was the first when I moved up there. Right. Um, Abe Friedman was the chairman of the board. Um, we went from there. A more recent vintage per of name that you may recognize is Murray Lawlett, who also right. served as president of Federation, right. was one of our presidents. Joel Daner, who was very big in Jewish communal worth, uh, work. Uh, I'm missing names because I don't have the list in front of me. But Who is many, president many of the synagogue right now? Larry Liebman. Larry Liebman. There you go. All right. So he will be and he does a special amazing shout job. out to him. He will be the presiding, <laughs> yeah. be the presiding president for the Indeed. 50th anniversary celebration. Correct. Indeed. Uh, all right. Is the website the best way for people to connect for this 50th anniversary? Dinner? Yes. Yes. Avasachim and A. Jacob and David and West Orange. AABJD.org. AABJD.org gets you all the information regarding... The dinner, the uh, synagogue dinner, happens on Sunday night, May the 8th. We, um, one of the things that I pick up every time I'm in West Orange, New Jersey, is how many, and Robert alluded to this earlier, just how many programs, how many um, shiurim and, uh, and uh, activities and spread out between we have for the men, for the ladies, for the we kids, for, for the men, seniors. We have for the kids, we have shiurim twice. Uh, you know, in the evenings, uh, beside Rabbi Zwigli, Rabbi Shabbat gives amazing shares uh, for the kids. All, all our kids are connected to NCSY. Right. You know, in other places. Uh, we have uh, on Shabbatot, especially in the morning, we have all the best group activity and, and you know uh, we have a men's club which right. is a phenomenal men's club that uh, at times going to trips you know we go sometimes to water rafting we go even to a shooting range what? which is <laughs> unfortunately sure, sure. as an Israeli army soldier <laughs> I got hit one time by a ricochet <laughs> which is, was amazing I never expected <laughs> this to come up out of here Ashevach Lael I'm still sitting <laughs> Here. <laughs> and really, I, I, I really want to reiterate the Akarata Tov, especially again. I know we did say it a couple times, but I remember uh, as a member at times, I'll go, I forgot my talis one time and feeling in shore. I'll be there, I'll go to 11 o'clock at night to come to get it. And I see Rabbi Marcus all the time. Whenever 
I go to shul, I see Rabbi Marcus all the time, working, 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 non-stop. And again, I want to reiterate that uh, my recent piece, uh, you know, Al Jacob, that really I was so inspired by him personally that he, thanks to him today, we have a beautiful, beautiful Sephardic minion with also a lot of connection and program. Rabbi? I would just like to mention there's so many uh, people who are out there who have some kind of connection to West Orange who either as NCSY is passing through or so many people have come up to me and said, oh, gee, is that Rabbi Marcus's shul? And if there's people out there who have been touched by Rabbi Marcus and Mrs. Marcus or have been touched by any of our honorees or any of our presidents or spent Shabbos in our shul, this is really a time for us to celebrate. And we would love to hear from them. We'd love to have them join with us, to be together with us, and, and really make this, uh, this evening one in which we pay tribute to the largest Orthodox uh, shul in Essex County. And uh, we say that with great pride. Uh, you never know who's going to be there. When Correct. it's a Shabbos in your shul, Correct. it could be kids from everywhere, it could be adults and visitors. It, we've, e- we've even had uh, Nachum Siegel. What? Yes. yes, he's been spotted there. Yes, and it, it is amazing. It's sort of like a, a it's an it's an incredible thoroughfare uh, for for people who love community, for people who love to come and see larger communities, and people who love to see a great active shul. It's true. I, I turn around on Friday night and I look at all the people who are in shul and I say, what? Who's going to be here this week? Right. And, exactly. uh, you know, talking about Pesach with us, we have, of course, there are families who go away, and there are families who bring up their family right. and their children and their friends. We have Yachad Shabbaton, right. you know, at least once a year. A lot of great Shabbaton. And Mrs. Marcus, uh, we, uh, we, it was mentioned a moment ago about the hard work that Rabbi Marcus has put in all these years. Um, it, not to overstate it, but it doesn't happen by accident, right? Shuls and communities are not built... To especially to the degree that West Orange has enjoyed over these decades by accident. It does take no. a tremendous amount of work, Kids. outreach, and, and caring. And caring. And we have to understand that when we first came, when my husband became the rabbi, one of the things he insisted on is that we're a community. Everyone is welcome to our shul. Everybody, no matter what your level of observance, we want you here. You want to play base basketball? Play it here. You want whatever you want. Come to the shul, and that's really how our community was built by opening our arms to everyone. No one cared how observant you were. Everyone was welcome. Everyone came, and those people who weren't so observant became observant. I can remember him conquering people's homes and uh, all of these other things for people who. Had no, they came to the shul because their neighbors were members, so they came. But in time, they became observant, and their children went to yeshivas, and their whole family became religious, and it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. But that's really how it started, and that was the hallmark of my husband's rabbinate that we're a community, we have to act as a community, everyone is welcome to our community, and we all got together as a community. And that's what built our shul. Rabbi Zwickler follows in that direction. 
because he also wants the same thing for West Orange. Good message to young rabbis out there who wonder what the secret is to having a large community years down the road. I want to mention Nachum as part of our uh, Jubilee celebration and Molly Schwartz should be mentioned. She put a tremendous oh. effort Amazing. into all Amazing. of the work in compiling all the history and actually a book that's going to be printed it's in print now about the history of the shul and the community. Um, so as part of our celebration, we've brought back a number of assistant rabbis, Rabbi Donnie Cohen from Stamford, Connecticut, and just recently we had Rabbi Daniel Alter, both of whom, uh, from yeah, Mariah, of course, both of whom uh, were assistant rabbis to Rabbi Marcus. And I had the occasion to spend time with both of them as uh, their friends, Haverim of mine, but also to hear what Rabbi Marcus was like in action. <laughs> and the time and, and every aspect of community, from Kashrus to the Eruv to the Mikvah, and how he was involved in, in just building and community building. And Rabbi Alter spoke about the fact that he did uh, you know, such a wonderful job out in Denver, and he said he, he would never have been able... Uh, to do what he did without watching Rabbi Marcus, who was really a rabbi's rabbi. And uh, that sense of community, and uh, not just being a place where you go here one night, you go to here, there the next day, and no one knows who you are or where you are, that's what West Orange continues to be. It's about the past, and it's about the future, a place where you know people know who you are, and you feel that you have an extended family. Larry, go ahead. And that word family is what I wanted to interject while Rabbi's talking in Maryland, is we each became one another's family. Absolutely. As soon as somebody moved in, you were absorbed. We care for one another in sickness and in happy occasions, whatever the case is. We're one very large family. Mm, amazing. We're joined by uh, Simon Jacob, who is also a longtime West Orange resident and can speak about the Sephardic minion and can speak about the shul in general. Simon, uh, good morning. Before that, I want to... Good morning. Good morning, morning. Nachum. Thank you for letting us into your house. Are you kidding? A pleasure. <laughs> um, I, I first wanted to speak about... We, we mentioned family, and it was a perfect segue. Uh, I raised, um, with my wife, nine children in West Orange. Um, it wasn't uh, by chance that we picked West Orange. And one of the things that was that was and still is incredibly special is I've seen a number of uh, kids go to Israel and to um, to yeshiva in Israel, and there isn't um, a rosh yeshiva who can't spot a West Orange kid from their behavior and from their menshlikite. That's from a Sephardi. Um, <laughs> all across the board, it's an incredible, it's an incredible quality of the kids who have come out of West Orange, and we still have an incredibly vibrant, commu- you know, community of kids in West Orange, and that's really, really a special, a special factor. There, kids at every economic level, at every every level, there's a there's a friendship that goes across. Boundaries there that is just uh, unbelievably special. Could you saw a lot of soldiers that went to Israel who joined the Israeli army? Joined the Israeli army. Yeah, I I would also mention that uh, you know we had a a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, on the phone with you talking about the West Orange Shabbaton. Right. We had 19 families that came to check out our community. Wow. And uh, quite a few of them, thank God, are actually looking for homes right now in the neighborhood. So people know about what West Orange is, and I think part of the beauty of what West Orange is is that you have the blend. uh, You know, Simon mentioned the word menschlichkeit, 
but how many Sephardim, you know, to use the word mentor? <laughs> <right? laughs> I, I knew the Sephardim would be the, you know, <laughs> the attraction here. And that's because we, we continue <laughs> to be able to blend and be a shul where everyone has a place and everyone feels comfortable and everyone feels warm and welcome. Whether you're Ashkenazi, you're Sephardi, whether you're, uh, you know, what, whatever type of background that you have, it's a it's it's a warm community which is in close distance to New York City, um, and uh, we're really we're here to celebrate the past, but we're really looking forward to a, a continued strong future of being that community that uh, you know that that is really grounded in Torah, grounded in Tefillah, and also Chesed, tremendous amount of Chesed in our community. Tell those 19 couples that if they're looking for a house near Simon, there's a very big hill there they should be aware of. <laughs> very, very difficult to walk. <laughs> Rebetzin, you should really speak about also, uh, there was just a, a Shabbaton in Modi'in, uh, well, in Yerushalayim, for all of the couples that have moved to, uh, to, to Israel. Israel. All, all the couples that have made Aliyah. Uh, th- now we're talking about, we're talking about not older people only, but young people, yeah, kids. Young people. It was... Go ahead. Talk a little that, bit about it. It was unbelievable. That Friday, when we were in Israel in February, and that Friday, they tried to contact, in fact, I think they did contact all of the people who made Aliyah from West Orange. Right. And for the most part, uh, a very big contingency came. They were wonderful. It was so wonderful to see these little children. I remember growing up with little children, five, six, now their parents. One one young man told me he has waiting he's waiting the birth of a sixth child, <laughs> and I thought to myself, I remember when you were born. <laughs> it was wonderful the 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 outreach, the the care, the the warmth. All of these people living in Israel, it's like we never we never parted. We were always together because they came together now, and we just went on from where we were before. It was beautiful. They still. They still have a huge connection uh, just among West Orange people mm-hmm. in Israel. It's, a, it's an amazing connection. My daughter just moved into Modi'in, and it's like, well, there's this family on this block and a half a block down. There's the next right. family and the next family and the next family. And, and the same thing in Bet Shemesh and in Yerushalayim. It's really, uh, it's really, and Efrat and all over. It's beautiful. Rabbi? Just to give you a sense as well of, you know, Simon mentioned before that you can tell a West Orange kid. Um, my two boys, I don't, I don't daven with them on Shabbos because they walk to Kessler, right. which is a re- rehab institute. And Joe is very involved in making the minion there, Joe and Avi Laub. And, and, you know, for my kids being rabbis' sons, you know, when you're in the shul, your father's working. And, um, you know, where are the rabbis' kids going to be? And meanwhile, they've been taken by people from the community and encouraged and taught to provide a minion for other people who are sick and to walk every Shabbos morning, rain, snow, heat. And that's, that's how you're developed as a child in West Orange, with the Midos to be able to give to other people. Yeah. Yishkoch to Joe Zada, by yeah. all means. Yeah. He's been doing it for years. There's no question that it is a very impressive community, to say the least, on so many different levels. Uh, th- those of you out there who are available on May the 8th, it is the Jubilee celebration, the 50th anniversary of Congregation Abbas and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey. Uh, many, many distinguished awardees, including Rabbi Alvin and Marilyn Marcus, will receive the Legacy Award fittingly that night. And guests of honor include all the past presidents and chairpeople of the board who have been instrumental in leading the community to where it is now. And as Rabbi Zwickler just mentioned, I'm sure everybody here is, agrees, 
uh, the future looks very bright. There's, there is a, uh, an amazing uh, and incredible glorious future ahead for what has already been a glorious present for Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David and the West Orange community. Rabbi? Could I, I just want to, on a separate note. Sure. You mentioned before on the way driving in here and sitting in the traffic in Jersey City. So you were playing all the Miami Boys right. music. So I, my son is in the uh, Unity Choir. Him and 99 others? That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> so he's there, Menachem Zwickler. So uh, a shout out and thank you to Rachmiel Begun. And we're looking forward to... Uh, we he, know it is he's Zwick- representing West Orange in we the know, Unity yes. Choir. We know where his Zwicklers are going to be spending Colomoid, it's for sure, <laughs> in Brooklyn College. Uh, I want to thank all of our special guests. Robert Ben-Rimon, Yashikach to you. Thank you so much. And I want to wish everyone a Chakasher V'Sameach. And uh, we should always just celebrate, uh, if God willing, uh, the 100 years <laughs> in Amen. 50 years. Amen. And happy birthday to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Another 39. Mrs. Marcus, send our best to the rabbi. Thank you very much. I certainly will. And an honor to have you here today. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. Can you believe 50 years? When I started this show, the show was barely Beautiful. in its teens. Beautiful. Well, let's thank not talk you. about that. I'll dwell on that for a while. Uh, <laughs> Rabbi Zwickler, I thank you. Continued success as Marada Astra in West Orange, New Jersey. Thank you, Nachum, for always making time for us in our community. And we thank should mention so there are a lot of wonderful synagogues there. There are a lot Absolutely. of wonderful synagogues in West Orange. Absolutely. And uh, obviously yours continues to be the largest. And, um, and, and you should know as well, Nachum, that all of the shuls interact really beautifully. Uh, right. our I get o- that feeling. Our yeah. Discover West Orange Shabbaton was with Congregation or Torah. Right. And the other schools, really, we, we interact. It's a wonderful community. Larry Levitt, who remembers Parkview Terrace very well. Good morning, and thank you for having us, Nachum. It was very good seeing you again. I appreciate it. And uh, Probably looked different than when I saw you in Newark, huh? <laughs> I would think so. Well, I was never that short, Larry. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a different era, that's for sure. And Simon Jacob, our wonderful friend Simon. Thank you for being here as well. Thank you very, Look very how much, Francis. Simon looks. Israel does. You want to know? Good I just him. got back from Eretz Israel. I really you. wish everybody a huge bracha, a huge bracha. It's unbelievable to be in in Yerushalayim pre-Pesach, seeing everybody, the energy and the strength, and everybody getting ready for Pesach. And I really wish everybody a hug kasher v'sameach, and uh, and especially to you and Stacy and Miriam and the whole the whole hamula. So shalom bracha. When Simon comes back from Israel, he's a new man. Look at him. Looks yes. phenomenal. So Fantastic. More coming up five minutes before uh, nine o'clock on this Monday morning. Tomorrow it's our Pesach products program here at JMN. Make sure to join us. We'll take your questions regarding the upcoming holiday and plenty more all through the week as we talk about Cholamoid events and get up uh, and and build up to the uh, big holiday starting on Friday night. Seder night is Friday night. Jubilee dinner, 50th anniversary. Avis Achim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange. Go to the website, aabjd.org, aabjd.org.
Freiluch wrapping up a Monday for us at JM and the AM. Achenu Bishel and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. An encore presentation of last year's Erev Pesach program from Mayor Weingarten is next. This is an encore of last year's program that he did from Israel. Uh, coming up next on jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Tomorrow, it's Pesach Products Day here at JM and the AM. Get your questions ready as we welcome in our panel and answer all your questions 
as we get ready for the Friday night Seder and get ready for the upcoming holiday of Pesach. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.